I wish I could see steps one through 1000 before I ever had to take the first step. But now looking back about three years into the journey of building this, you know, this community, this event, this podcast, I would have been so freaked out if someone would have shown me this view three years ago. I would have been completely crippled and never taken my first step because this would have felt too big. I wasn't the person yet who could handle the stage that I'm at. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to Boldly Courageous. I am so excited for you to meet my guest today, Lindsay Schwartz. Lindsay is literally like just one of the funniest, brightest, most amazing women that I have come to meet in the past year. We actually met at an event called Event Love in the beginning of this year, January 2019. And I instantly fell in love with her charisma and her wit and how smart she is. And Lindsay just has this like superhuman power of being able to cultivate a safe community for women to connect. Like connection is at the core of everything she does with all the events that she's created, um, her powerhouse women community, like the books that she's written. She's just one of the most inspiring women. And I know you are going to freaking love this conversation. So today we dove into what it looks like to reimagine an experience when the uncontrollables happen. So obviously we're in COVID-19 right now. Lindsay has an event called Powerhouse Women, the Powerhouse Women event that's an in-person event. And obviously because we can't do in-person events anymore, she's really had to sit back and reimagine how to make this event even more amazing. And she walks through an exercise called Unicorn Brainstorming, which is the coolest name ever, of just answering this question of wouldn't it be cool if, and she talks about the power of like, when we ask ourselves, what if we release the expectation of what something is supposed to look like based on how we've done things in the past. And we actually get into this energy of what's possible. So in this episode, we talk all about reimagining what's possible and the importance of connection and how to find community. I know so many women that are craving deeper connection with women. They have old stories, old beliefs around female relationships and really, really want to find a tribe to elevate themselves. And Lindsay dives deep into how to do this exactly and what the Powerhouse Women community is all about and her event that she's hosting on September 12th. So you're going to want to stick around to the end of the episode. We're doing a really, really special giveaway. So if you are somebody who you know, feels disconnected, you're craving female connection, you really want women that see you and understand you and you're feeling lost, then the Powerhouse Women event is for you. And you're going to want to stick around to the end of the episode so that you can hear the giveaway that we are doing. 
Lindsay Schwartz is an entrepreneur, top podcast host, and best-selling author. As a sought-after speaker, Lindsay travels around the world inspiring women to get out of their own way and into action around their big ideas and helping them create the careers they've always dreamed of. After seeing numerous women in her life stop short of pursuing their own entrepreneurial dreams because of fear and self-doubt, she saw the need for more honest conversations about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship in order to really show women that they don't have to have it all together to get started. So from there, the Powerhouse Women Community annual event and podcast were born with the motto that we're not meant to do business or life alone. Let's dive in. Lindsay, my beautiful, beautiful friend, I'm so excited that you're here on the podcast. And what I love the most about you is your sense of humor and how light you make challenging situations. Like, I feel like every time I'm with you, like my face hurts from smiling so much because you're so damn funny and (laughs) like, just like a, like a bright light. So I'm just, I'm so grateful that, that you're here. Oh, well, that's how I find my people is the people who laugh at my jokes. That's pretty much all it takes to become my friend is if you laugh at my humor, then I know we're going to get along. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And if it's not fun and you're not laughing, like why do it? Why do it? Okay. So what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? Hmm. I feel like this whole year that is 2020 has really forced me to decide how I want to show up. So I feel like the most boldly courageous thing that I've done is continued to show up for myself, for my community. And trust me, there are a lot of days right now that I do not feel like it, but I've put accountability in place and and reasons for me to have to keep showing up whether I feel like it or not. And it's literally been a game changer. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. It's like, everyone else is kind of on, I don't want to say vacation because that's the wrong word to use, but it feels like globally, a lot of people, (laughs) coronacation. Oh, I like that. We're going to have to tag that. See, there you go. (laughs) Um, Everyone's been on coronacation, right? But as a content creator, like when so much of your business is centered around in-person events and in-person connection, because you have powerhouse women, the event, you have to, you, you don't, get to go on a coronacation. Like you have to pivot and think about how do I show up and serve even when I don't want to, because I'm sitting in fear or I'm sitting in resistance or lack or imposter syndrome or comparisonitis, right? All the things that every business owner faces, regardless of how successful you are. So like, how have you done that? Like, what's been the story you've had to tell yourself? What systems have you put in place? Like, who's on your, like, 911 call list when you want to, like, throw in the towel? How have you navigated through that? Mm. Well, it's not perfect. Let, let me just start by saying that. So do not for any second believe that I have something figured out that anyone else has something figured out. We're usually showing you the best of our days, right? And just yesterday, I literally was just in it. I was just in this, this swarm of these thoughts that I'm not enough, what I'm doing isn't enough and, and they come. So I'm just going to be real with you. Like right now I have had to be so much more mindful of what I'm saying to myself about myself, what I'm tolerating in terms of my thoughts. But I think it all started when 
really the world as we know it started to change back in March. And I just really sat there with this realization and this is years of personal development really that got me to this point that I get to choose. I get to choose if I want to bring that light and fun energy that you pointed out into even this season. Um, we were saying we were catching up a little bit before we turned on the mics. I really do love control. I am as type A as they come and I've had to really welcome in this opportunity to reimagine what I had planned for this year. And so when I hit those moments where number one, if it's just like I'm getting in my own way and, and self-doubt and insecurity is creeping in, I have certain tools that I go to, but just in general, remembering that I always have a chance to choose. It's always my choice how I want to go into a season. And this is a season, right? And I decided at the very beginning, number one, I was going to re- imagine everything. And I fully expected it to be better and work out better. And I'm still like watching that unfold. And then um, number two, I think, remember who it's all about. And so, like you said, I created, you know, this community for women and that's why you and I connected so effortlessly. We both have this heart to serve women. So it's no longer about me. It's no longer about, oh, do I feel like showing up today? Do I feel like hosting my Zoom call? Nah, not really today. It's, it's not about me. So I feel like when, when we create this this purpose that is bigger than ourselves. When we connect with the people that we really want to serve, even if it's one person, then getting out of your own way and staying consistent, even on the days that you don't feel like it just becomes easier. Because I think as, especially as women, most of us would so much more readily do things for other people than we would for ourselves. Like if I were just showing up for myself, I would not, I would be on my couch right now watching Gossip Girl. That's what Lindsay would like to do. <laughs> so it's it's just been a roller coaster for, for me, just like it, I'm sure it has been for so many of you. But here's the cool thing as you're on this journey of personal growth is that where my lows used to be. So on the days that it is a low, right? Yesterday felt like a little bit of a low. I'm not used to feeling like that. I'm not used to feeling like my own insecurities on loudspeaker. <laughs> But they're a lot shorter, those time periods. And the lows are like where my highs used to be. Mm -hmm. So if you commit to the journey and you realize all of this is growing you into the person that you're meant to be, it becomes a lot easier even to sit in the times that just suck. And none of us like to feel like a total loser or imposter or whatever your little voice says to you. But, you know, you know that like, okay, cool. I must be triggering some kind of growth because right now I feel super freaking uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Becoming aware of my thoughts has been like a superpower, right? It's almost like a, like a video game you know, like, Ooh, what new thought can I look at today? Like what kind of shitty thing can I say to myself right now that right. will give me an opportunity to journal and have a breakthrough, right? It's almost like a gift, but yeah, self-awareness for me has just been like the key to unlocking new levels of growth. And like you said, like my former highs have now become my current lows. And that just shows like over time, growth and momentum. And you can look back, even I was looking back in my journal last night for something six months ago. And I was like, wow, it's so hard to recognize the small shifts and the momentum that you create when you are consistent, mm -hmm. because it's small shifts that you don't even recognize, right? It's like being in the fitness industry. We both came from the fitness industry of like one day you put your jeans on and they just fit different. And you're like, oh, 
wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And you realize like, okay, I have been doing the work. So I love that you shared that. And, you know, redirection or rejection is redirection, right? So how can we learn to surrender, which for a type people like you and I, it's like, Ooh, that word just feels like, Ooh, like surrender feels like giving up control. And that doesn't feel good to me. Right. But it's this or something better. Right. So you have pivoted into something even better and had to reimagine. So I'd love for you to share, cause I want to talk about events cause you have an event coming up and I think it's super important that we, we anchor this in for people we both are event hosts. We met at an event, right? At event love that was all about how to do events, right? Cause 2020 was supposed to Very be meta. the year of events, right? And then, <laughs> then lockdown happened. Um, the irony. And I will say like, you are one of the most amazing facilitators I've seen both in person mm-hmm. and on video. Cause I've been to your virtual events. I've been to your live events and you have this ability to welcome people into your energy where they feel like they've known you their entire life. You are one of the most welcoming, genuine people. And that comes across all platforms, your podcast, in-person events, you know, Zoom catch-up calls, like your like Prosecco and PJ parties that you throw and the connection calls that you do. So um, guys, if you don't know Lindsay, she is like an event master and she's a connection queen. So you have this event called powerhouse women and it's grown from like, was it like 50 women to 500? It's just incredible. Right. And so this was supposed to be the biggest year for powerhouse. Right. So how have you had to take this idea of, you know, this pivot you've created and reimagined something completely new? Like what was the process to go from, okay, I'm having this live event to, let me reimagine this and then move through the idea of what's realistic and what does my soul want? Cause I know that those are two different things too. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a cool process and whether or not those of you listening can relate to having an event, I really want you to map this onto your own situation because you know, when things change, when we're faced with uncertainty, which let's be honest, this year taught us that we're not in control of anything. It was like real cute how I thought I was in control and had this whole plan. And then, you know, just kidding. We really aren't in control of much other than, again, like the perception that we have. And I'll be honest, like I had to mourn my former plans, my expectations for what I thought this year was going to look like. You know, we had this incredible in-person event planned. And I have, this is, this is the tough thing for any of you who have not yet had the opportunity to be at a powerhouse women event or event love had that same like feel to it. You can't explain what it's like to be in the room or in the community. I think it'll still be present in the virtual room. I can't explain it to someone. They've just got to be there to experience it. It's soul shifting. It's life changing. I mean, you know, with your ladies aligned events, it's just something you can't actually put into words. Mm -hmm. And I had a fear that number one, um, I think what I had to mourn as well, maybe not a fear, it was more of a mourning that I knew we still needed this. We still needed that same feeling of connection, of support, of like stepping into our higher selves in together as a group. And I didn't know if I could do that virtually, but I did. All I knew is that women needed it. So I sat back and I remember going through this process where 
I just said, well, what if? And a lot of reimagining is, yes, letting go of the control, letting go of expectations, and then just sitting in this place of like, huh, what if? Or my favorite exercise, unicorn brainstorming, which is, wouldn't it be cool if? And I just said, you know, like, okay, what if, wouldn't it be cool if, since this year is different, and we're, we're really kind of like forced to reimagine something virtual if we want to do an event, what if it could feel just as connected? What if it could feel like a more expansive experience? Like what, what's possible? And so as I just started to lean into those what ifs, and this is, again, I want you to map this onto your own situation. Like what's possible for your previous plans? If you just let go of what it was supposed to look like and you just kind of played that game of the, the cool thing about asking a question, like, wouldn't it be cool if it totally gets us out of like what our mind can even fathom is possible. Cause we're not saying like, Oh, well what's, what's practical or what's realistic. We're saying, I don't know. I have to say it in that, that voice, but it just seemed, that seems like the voice you would say those things in, but it gets you into the, the actual um, state of being creative because you're considering things that you couldn't see before and that you still maybe can't see. And as we started to put this together, all of a sudden I had these women reaching out to me who listen to our podcast or just have connected through social media in Ghana, Africa, in Italy, in the UK, in South Africa, saying like, thank you for doing this because now I can finally attend. And when I let go of, I literally get chills thinking about it. I, I thought that the only way to make an impact was to have, you know, a few hundred women together in a room in Arizona. And little did I realize by thinking so small, I was limiting the impact that we could make because I was completely counting out women who are a part of our community that may never get the chance, pandemic or not, but may never get the chance to get on a plane and come to Arizona and be in that space. Why wouldn't I want to invite them into this experience too? And the more I started to lean into that and just keep asking, okay, what if, what, what else, what, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, wouldn't it be cool if women started to create these little watch parties around the world and we got to like physically show on the live event, women gathered all around the world. And so it just, it takes something to step into these more expansive questions. But I think that it started with being honest that it was okay that I had to just have a little pity party morning ceremony for my previous plans. That's totally okay. And it, I would be lying to you if I said like I just immediately flipped a switch and was, was just fine with hosting a virtual event. I had to like feel it. But then again, if this is what is so, right, this is our reality right now, then what? Like if, if today were January 1st and you had to make plans knowing what you know now about the state of the world, what would you do? And the truth is when I st stood from that place, I, if a, a live event was off the table, then I, I would have immediately jumped into like, okay, cool. How do we connect people then? Because we still need this. And I think that gave me a lot of power to be able to see the beauty in something that was not better or worse. It's just different. It's different than what I thought we were going to do but I can't wait to see. It's going to be, I know it's going to be better. It's going to serve in a bigger way. And it's still unfolding all of the ways that it's going to do that. And I, I just know it's going to surprise me because that's, that's the state that I'm in. And that's what happens when we like step into that energy of being willing to reimagine something. Mm. Okay. Th this is solid gold because there's so many like 
parallels with this, what you're sharing too, so many aspects of life, business, right? I'm just thinking like network marketing, right? So you have this one way that you've been taught to do things and there's a system mm. and everybody else is doing it. So you have to do it this way. And until something comes along to disrupt that, there's really no opportunity for like evolution and growth and innovation, right? So innovation comes when there's some sort of market disruption, when there's something that happens that just like throws a curveball, and COVID could be the thing that innovates the way that we all do business, the way that we all show up in our life and reimagine what's possible. And you said something that was really powerful. You said that when I connect to my why, like you were talking about the resistance earlier, and I think that you, because you're so rooted in it, because you're so rooted in your who you're serving and your purpose, when you take that and combine it with how can I reimagine this? And wouldn't it be cool if, like that's my favorite thing to do, like wouldn't it be cool if we had 3,000 women? And wouldn't it be cool if we had this or we had watch parties? And, and then you start to go, well, why can't we do that? what's possible. And then you go down the rabbit hole. So you anchor in that why, and then you reimagine how, and the, that's like a beautiful formula for innovation. Right. I love that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I love how you mirrored that back. It, it's, it's so relatable. And I think that if you are someone who loves, loves you a good plan, like join the club, right? We will, <laughs> we'll all get together with our little planners, but realize that you're, you have that quality as, and it is a strength, but you just have to be mindful of where you're cutting off the unimaginable because you can't see it yet. And we're not supposed to see the, we're not supposed to see the whole journey. And this is something I've had to remind myself time and time again, because I do love to have a plan. I love it. I wish I could see steps one through 1000 before I ever had to take the first step. But now looking back about three years into the journey of building this, you know, this community, this event, this podcast, I would have been so freaked out if someone would have shown me this view three years ago. I would have been completely crippled and never taken my first step because this would have felt too big. I wasn't the person yet who could handle the stage that I'm at. So when people ask me like what my 10-year goal is, I'm like, I don't know. Because if I try to look out that far, I'm going to set a goal that's way too small. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, I'm going to set something that's based on who I am right now. And I don't know who I'm going to become, but I know it's going to be a totally different person than I am right now. And so that helps me a little bit. It doesn't help me totally overcome like the control freak side of me, but it helps me to loosen the grip on wanting that certainty in the moments that I find myself clinging to it. And I think that the times that I cling to certainty most are when we're faced with a lot of uncertainty and a lot of change, but just to like, I always use this analogy of, I had this like powerful experience on a roller coaster. <laughs> like I, here's how, here's how I used to go on roller coasters. I would close my eyes, hold my breath. And literally like, if you imagine, you, you know, your arms out in front of you, kind of like bracing for any sort of, you know, a, the drop, especially, right. It's like when your stomach totally drops out. And it was like, I was, I would put myself on the roller coaster, but then I, I wanted to resist feeling it. And it actually made it a lot more uncomfortable. It made it like a lot more of like a stressful experience. And then I had this experience at Disneyland on my 34th birthday. <laughs> I mean, there might've been some champagne involved that might've like loosened things up a little bit, but I just remember like this feeling of let go, 
like let go. And this was like such a metaphor for so much in my life. But I remember literally like being on a roller coaster and for the first time, maybe in my like adult life ever, just like letting go, like actually leaning in. Cause it, you know, if we put this map, this onto life, the, you know, the drops, right. Like on a roller coaster, the drops in life are inevitable. So if, if I'm resisting it, if I'm going into it with an energy of resistance, it actually just makes it more uncomfortable than if I throw my hands in the air. And my husband said, I like let out some like joyful scream. He's like, I've never heard you make that noise in your whole life. It was so, he goes, you were so free. And I go, yeah, I really kind of was. And I didn't realize like all along I was, I was trying to prevent these drops, like prevent the the bottom from being pulled out from underneath whatever I was doing. And so I would hold it so tightly that I didn't actually get to enjoy like the fun parts of it or, or like enjoy what could come if I just loosened the grip a little bit and just like, again, threw my hands in the air, metaphorically speaking now, and just went with whatever I was being presented with trusting that it was going to lead to the next thing I was supposed to be doing. Hmm. I don't know what made me think about that right now, but now I want to go on a roller coaster. Right. I'm like, this is so good. You're a great storyteller. You've always been a great storyteller though, but yeah, I love this. And it reminds me of something that came through for me recently. Um, it was like, a. I get these like downloads, right? You hear your voice in your head and you're like, oh, it's a good journal prompt. It's like, where has my need to control robbed me of the magic of surprise, mm. right? It's like snooping for your Christmas presents and then like being, trying to like be surprised at Christmas. It's the same kind of thing, right? It's like, yes. where are you robbing yourself of the magic of surprise and the excitement mm. of life? Because you're so focused on controlling the outcome that you don't realize that your outcome isn't nearly as good as the outcome that's designed for you through the redirection and the maze that you're, that you're going through. So yeah. I love that. I love that you shared that. And I want to talk a little bit more about the community because community is literally at the core of everything that you create. And I've watched you build powerhouse women over the past, just this past year, because we met in January and it's just been so beautiful to see the women come together and connect. And something that's been coming up a lot in my conversations with the women that I coach is I want a new tribe. Like how do I get around like-minded women? And I know that that's what powerhouse is all about. So can you talk a little bit more about why you created it, who it's for all the things? Yeah. So I love the work that you're doing because you and I have this in common. We both came from a network marketing background and I feel like that was really my first exposure to people who just thought differently. And it, it was the coolest, most life-changing experience because I didn't realize there were people that were wired like me and that loved personal development and were positive and up to big things. And it was beautiful. And, and then I remember in so many of my conversations, you know, when it came to building my network marketing business, I would have these conversations with women who, you know, I, I would be talking to them about what I was up to and asking questions like, well, what do you really want out of life? Like, what are your big dreams? What are your big, like, wouldn't it be cool if moments? And a lot of times this conversation would end up um, sounding something like, well, I'm so inspired by what you've created, Lindsay. Like, I just love, I love that you've created your own business. Like you're clearly doing something you love. I don't think that's for me. I don't think, you know, network marketing or this company you're, you're talking to me about is for me, but you know what I've always been passionate about, or I've always thought it would be cool to do this, or I have, I've had this idea 
you know, on my heart for years. And this is why my network marketing business, you know, it was successful, but never like out outrageously successful. Cause I would be like, well, forget network marketing. Like, tell me more about this. Cause you just lit up when you, when you shared that, tell me more. And then without fail in the next breath, these women would share some version of, well, I'm, I'm afraid, or I don't have the right connections. I'm not good enough. Or there's so many other people doing this. Like, who am I, who am I to do this thing? And every time I would look across the table if we were at a Starbucks or on a Zoom call. That was like back in the time. Remember when we could meet in person? Yeah, I miss that. And I would say, okay, wait a minute. Did, did no one tell you the secret? Everything you're ex- describing, that's what it feels like to pursue a big idea. That actually is what it feels like to build your own business or you know launch that big idea. What you're telling me is actually stopping you are all the reasons that to me, when I hear you say that, tell me you're going in the right direction. Did, did no one ever tell you this? And I would really be so confused. Like, don't we talk, like, don't people know that that is what it feels like to pursue a big idea? And the truth is when I looked around, this was really before I knew Lori Harder. It was before a lot of the communities now, I mean, Ladies Align didn't exist. I was looking for that community of women who were willing to be honest, like just as honest about, yes, the successes that they were having and how they got there, but that they ugly cried yesterday because they didn't feel like they were enough. And like most good things in life, you know, here you, you feel these, this idea on your heart, like, gosh, why doesn't this exist? And sometimes when you look around and don't see it, that just means that you were meant to create it. And it really started with that simple idea of, I knew that in order to get out of my own way, I needed to be around others who were dreaming really big, but were just as honest about like the not so pretty parts. Like we just have to be real. It's, it, this is not like a walk in the park. It takes some serious guts to take yourself on. I mean, we, again, we were talking before we turned on the microphones that, you know, it, in this journey, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in my life right now. And I know that along with it comes a responsibility to be so committed to overcoming my own limiting beliefs and thoughts. And that takes, that takes work. It's, this is not just like, oh, you just like accidentally find your way to success. You need a tribe around you. You absolutely need support because there are going to be people in your life who don't get it. There will be some people possibly who outright oppose your growth. And if you're not careful, you can start to listen to those voices if you don't have others around you reminding you why that big idea was given to you for a reason. Mm -hmm. And now there's so many amazing communities. I mean, you have one. Powerhouse Women is one. There's, There's so many options out there that there are no more excuses. If you don't feel supported, this is my... um. I'm, I'm going to like be real with you and with love that if you're looking to connect with like-minded women, they're not going to come and knock on your door. They don't know that you're looking to connect and feel supported. So you're going to have to put yourself out there a little bit. And I know for some of you right now, you just threw up in your mouth a little bit because that sounds scary, right? But here's the real deal. You also have to be willing to look within at what has prevented you from really connecting with women in the past? Where are your hidden judgments? Where are like the stuff that, where's the stuff that you don't want to say out loud because you're, you're secretly en- envious of that woman who has the life that you want. And let's just be real. We all have them. 
anyone who's telling you they don't is a liar or they're dead. Because if you have a brain and you're a human in society, especially with social media, you're going to be triggered sometimes. You're going to have these thoughts come up. I have them. When I'm in a period of growth, my brain loves to point out all the other people who are doing more awesome than I am. And I just know, okay, let's bring it on. And then I get, I get to do the work. It's an honor. I get to do the work to dismantle that because I know my true commitment at my core is to connect, is to uplift other women, is to be a champion for other women, even maybe a woman who gets an opportunity that I wanted. And so that's the real talk. Like I can tell you all day long, like, oh, you know, send women DMs, connect with them. But unless you're doing the inner work first to look at, what has prevented you from connecting with women that maybe you really want to learn from? Are you secretly judging them? Are you envious? If you're not willing to look there first and then do the uncomfortable step of putting yourself out there, then you're going to keep having more of the same results. And let me, let me just share this from the heart. There's too big of a purpose for you to be stuck in these thoughts. There's too much work to be done and we need your voice. We need your gifts. So I believe, especially if you're listening to this podcast, there is a calling on your life that really demands that you get over yourself and get over and really take on some of these limiting thoughts that you've had about collaboration or working with others, because all of that is just designed to keep you small and there's too much work to do. Like we need you. Mm. Mic drop. And that's why you are the creator of this incredible movement. And that's why you have sold out events and tribes of women all across the world because of everything that you just delivered. And you do it in such a, like an integrous way. Like you're so about your word. And I appreciate that so much about you, Lindsay. And it kind of goes back to what we were saying in the very beginning of like, what new crazy limiting belief is going to come into my head today? And who do I have in my network that can help me navigate through it? That's actually going to help me see that it's complete bullshit and not say, Oh, you know what? That's yeah, you're right. You like, who are you to do that? <laughs> you know? And this is so interesting because it's coming up for me right now when it comes to dating, like I'm not dating, uh, we're in quarantine, but the idea of it, right, is coming forward for me. And, you know, I'll like someone new will show up on my Instagram feed from somewhere. And I'm like, Oh, like, who's this guy? And I'll start going through his social media. And I'll be like, I'll hear the thoughts in my head. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. Like, he'll, you know, who am I to date this person? And I'm like, wow. So I, you know, you have to have one, the ability to recognize like, okay, this is a bullshit story. And two, like, how is this laid out in my life? How has this served me in the past? Because to an extent, like it does keep you safe, but what you are seeking is also seeking you. And, and it's not enough to just want the dream guy, or it's not enough to just want the dream community or the dream business. You actually have to do the work required to receive it. Right. So if I think mm -hmm. about, you know, my list, right. My checklist of the man I want, or my checklist of the bestie that I want, where, where am I not matching that list? Like I have to be the thing that I want. And so I love that you shared that because I think when it comes to like relationships, especially with women and people hurting us, like there's an equal exchange in that we've participated in someone hurting us, whether, it, whether we like it or not, like it doesn't always feel good to hear that, but it's a poor boundary. It's a lack of self-respect. It's a willingness to tolerate stuff 
from people or to participate in the gossip or the drama or what have you that perpetuates the problem, right? So if you're not happy, like you were saying, like you have to be willing to do the work in order to be the person that you actually want to attract in. So I love I love that you shared that. And this is one of the many reasons why people just need to get into your energy and come to the event because not only are they going to hear from amazing speakers, not only are they going to learn, but they're going to have an opportunity to connect with like-minded women. And that's, that's really where change happens. I remember for me, like living in a town of 7,000, feeling like I was unhappy. I didn't have friends around me. I had to get my ass to an event. So I got mm -hmm. myself to the bliss project and I met some amazing women. And then I went to event love and I met some amazing women. You have to put yourself in the room. And if you can't yeah. physically put yourself in the room, then get on zoom and then get yourself in a breakout room and connect with the women that are there. So I love freaking love that you, that you shared that. So yeah. for women that are feeling the call, they're ready to step in. They're loving this episode. How can they get involved with the powerhouse women event? When is it? How do they get involved? What will they, what can they expect? All the things. Yeah. Um, so the event itself, one of the coolest things about making it more accessible by making it virtual is we also can make it a lot more accessible financially. Cause I know that sometimes can be a hurdle for women to get into a physical room, having to get on a plane and having to, you know, rent a hotel room or, or even just invest in the ticket itself. And then don't even count the new outfit that like, we know we need to buy in order to walk into a room full of powerful women. I've got to have a new outfit on, right? No, but, um, one of the things that, you know, really this year hit my heart was to make it accessible in, in all ways, just as truly a give back to our community. So the tickets start at like 30 bucks and we really have, I mean, we're not holding anything back. This is quite honestly one of the most powerful lineups of speakers that we've had. And it's truly for women who are just ready to grow and expand in their career, their life, their business. You do not have to have a business in order to get something out of this. If you want to expand, if you want to connect with like-minded women, and if you resonate with just that feeling that you're meant for more, you can't describe exactly what that means. You don't even know where it's going to lead you. You just know deep down you are meant for more then you can't miss this event. I mean, it's just non-negotiable because there's nothing else happening right now. You can't meet in person. I mean, truly there, I mean, yes, there are other events. I know that. And they're amazing. Go to all of them, but you can't miss this. If you're serious about that growth, if you don't want to wake up and feel the same that you've been feeling this whole year, then you've got to do something different. And this year, it doesn't even really require you to leave your house. You can you can like watch it from your computer. Um, I was telling Melissa, it's not just like a zoom call event. We rented a whole video studio. It's almost like you'll feel like you're sitting front row at a live event. It's going to be like the most, uh, you're going to feel like you're right there in the action. Um, Did it's you like just, a live event and you just get your own talk uh, show. I was going to say, it's like a live event and a talk show had a baby. If that, I think you, if I think, is. Yeah. I think you just manifested your own talk show. I think so. I'm, I'm totally open to all possibilities, but, um, and then the other thing we're encouraging people to do is if you're comfortable, create community right where you are. Don't watch this alone. Put yourself out there, invite one other friend over, you know, you can wear masks if you feel passionate about that. Right. <laughs> but, um, if you feel comfortable and I'm not, I'm, we won't even get into that, but I'm, I'm saying that don't, don't use this year as an excuse to not connect, you know, invite someone over who also needs to hear and be reminded that 
they're not meant to do this alone. They're not meant to do business or life alone. That's what everything that this event is going to be about. Um, so we have a lot of people coordinating little watch parties and they're making it a whole day, a whole event. Um, and it's, it's literally going to change lives if, of the people who are there. So, um, do, is that enough? Did that even answer your original it. question? I love it. I so where can they, kind of I, I'm, I'm so excited for this and I love the idea of watch parties. Like we used to do this network marketing. We get a bunch of girls together. Mm-hmm. We'd have a women's empowerment event, right? It would be 15 or 20 women coming over. We would get snacks and we would do vision boards and we have all these things that we would do. And that's where true magic happens. Right. So yeah, just because we're, you know, not able to attend events the way that we wanted to traditionally doesn't mean that we can't still create some sort of workshop or mastermind or girls retreat or a little mini weekend around this. So how do people get tickets? Where, where can they go to get a ticket? Yeah. So all the info is just at powerhousewomenevent.com and you'll find all the goody details there. And the dates are, remind me of the dates. So it's just a one day event. It's September 12th and um, no worries if you're busy on September 12th or have life going on. Um, it's all being recorded. You're literally not going to miss a thing. So even if you're like, yes, I want to be a part of this. I can't do September 12th. You still buy your ticket and then you have access to the recordings like forever. So, okay. Amazing. So much value. I love it. Okay. Hmm. I think we should do a giveaway. I'm feeling like I want to do some sort of like powerhouse women event giveaway because I believe so much in events. I believe so much in what you're offering, Lindsay, and I know it's going to be fucking amazing. So how about we do this? Here's, here's what we're going to do. Okay. I'm going to sponsor five women to attend for free virtually. Here's what you need to do. You need to go to Instagram take a screenshot of the podcast episode, tag Lindsay, tag me, and share what does being a powerhouse woman mean to you? Like put that in your caption, tag us, and we will pick five women to attend for free. And let's say you need to tag us by September 10th. So by September 10th, on the 10th, we will announce, I will pick five winners and you girls will get to attend powerhouse event for free. So we'll go ahead and do I that. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You are the best. You are, we say, uh, we use the term girl gang within powerhouse women. Cause you know, having your community is awesome, but I feel like a gang would like aggressively support your goals. And I say that to preface this, that you are true girl gang goals. Like you are one of those women who just shows up both in person and just the way that you support energetically. Like I always feel you rooting me on whether or not we get to connect. And I'm just so grateful to have you in my life. Oh, I fully received that. Thank you. Likewise. I love being in a girl gang. It's so much fun. Yeah, I feel like I, I need mean, to get a leather jacket. I was going to say, we actually do have, we, we do have matching jackets. We yes. made that a thing. I love it. Okay. So tag it's pow- powerhouse women on Instagram, right? Powerhouse underscore women. Okay. Um, and then my personal profile is linked there too, but powerhouse underscore women is perfect. Okay. So tag at powerhouse underscore women on IG, tag me at the Melissa Martin and share what does being a powerhouse woman mean to you? And we will pull five winners on September 10th. Okay. Lindsay, I love you. Thank you so much for your light in this world. Thank you for your mission, for everything that you're doing, for your gifts, for your humor, for your quirkiness, for your amazing sense of fashion, for your friendship. I love you. And last question, what are you celebrating right now? I am celebrating just really 
my own expansion, right? This year has been uncomfortable and with it has come a lot of growth. So if we can celebrate even the times that were really freaking uncomfortable, I think it brings more of that lightness to life. That's what I'm celebrating today. Amen. Amen. Perfect timing. Thank you so much for being here. I loved this conversation. I'm going to be cheering you on. I can't wait for the event. And guys, um, if you love this episode, share it with someone that you know would need it. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.